live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. What else removed a tweet that talked about the increase in Social Security benefits in 2023 uh, through President Biden's leadership? There was a a contextual note. I'm not sure what the proper terminology is for the uh, platform that was added to that. Was it removed because of the addition of the note, or was it removed because of the concern about the So it was, look, the tweet was not complete. Usually when we put out a tweet, uh, we posted with context and it did not have that context. Uh, So in the past, we've pointed out that for the first time in our, in over a decade, seniors, uh, Medicare premiums will will decrease even as their social uh, security checks increase. That's a little bit of context that was not included. This means that seniors will have a chance to get ahead of inflation due to the rare combination of rising benefits and falling premiums. And, and let's not forget, as, as you've been hearing me say for the past few minutes about MAGA Republicans in Congress and their continued threat uh, to, to threaten Social Security and Medicare, proposing uh, proposing to them on the chop, proposing to put them on the chopping blocks uh, every five years, threatening benefits and to change uh, eligibility. So those are the types of context that would normally be uh, with a tweet like that. It did not it, it did not have that context. It was an incomplete tweet, as I just mentioned, uh, and so that's why you saw the digital team take that action ladies and gentlemen there she is there she is right there your white house press secretary this was her on halloween that's the, the garbage pail kid of the white house mean gene kareen pierre stuttering stammering trying to give a i don't know somewhat of a coherent um answer to why the white house got fact-checked on twitter but that's what she's talking about The White House got fact-checked on Twitter today and immediately took the post down. Why'd they take the post down? Not because they're like, oh, our bad. Because they, for one, they never expected to be censored on Twitter because they've never had that happen. How's that feel? How's that feel there, Mean Gene Kareen, little garbage pail kid of the White House? How's that feel, Uh, Joseph or Robinette Biden? How's that feel, White House team? To be uh, censored, it's not a good feeling, is it? So they, may, they immediately took it down. And then, of course, they were pressed about that during that press conference. And she's like, well, it's because we didn't finish the tweet. <laughs> oh, oh, you didn't finish the tweet? You mean the White House of the United States of America can't even get a tweet correct before it goes out? But yet you expect us to hold our national security secrets, uh, have your finger on the button, the nuclear codes, all that. That's okay. You're upset that President Trump had the access to the nuclear codes when he was uh, president, but you can't even finish a tweet. That's what you expect us to believe anyway. Well, we didn't finish the tweet. 
and we didn't have any context with it. We didn't have any, uh, we didn't have any links with it. We didn't have any sources with it. Worse, are bad. That's Mean Gene, Kareen Pierre, the garbage pail kid of the White House. But folks, do you remember? Oh, I don't know. Where, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you remember yesterday when I told you that the White House is has been caught using backdoor access to places like Facebook and YouTube and flagging things in order for these third uh, for these uh, social media companies, these big tech companies who are protected by Section 30, that the White House has backdoor access to this. Well, check this out, you guys. This is absolutely incredible. Mean Jean Corrine Pierre admits, she admits right out that they're doing this. It's so illegal, but yet she admits it. This is how unqualified they are for their jobs. Check it out. Summer of 2021, quote, we are flagging problematic posts for Facebook. Look at her smile. Spread disinformation. Look at that. Uh, can you tell us whether the White House is still flagging social media posts for disinformation? And are you submitting those to Facebook through a special portal? Um, can you say a little bit more? Yeah, there was uh, reporting in The Intercept okay. about opportunities for the federal government to identify uh, for social media companies different posts that contained uh, what was perceived as misinformation about the origins of COVID, the vaccine, uh, other things as well, you know, such as you know, Ukraine or the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan? Yeah, I, so um, look, I, I'll say this, um, the, you know, the administration, um, the Biden administration remains fully uh, committed to our mission to protect the se the security and resilience of our um, of of our you know elections and safeguard election <laughs> infrastructure that includes combat combating disinformation that is something that uh, we are committed to. So there, I mean, there you go, there you go. There she straight admitted to using to 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 being in con uh, in collusion with big tech and social media. And all of that is leading up to what we're hearing lately with this pandemic amnesty. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got them dead to rights. They're on their heels. They're moving back. We're moving forward. That's all that counts, folks. That's all that counts. Look, we got a whole bunch of stuff in the mail today. We've not been able to open all of it. But I do want to thank right now uh, Roger and Clara McDonald for this Fort Worth, Texas police badge here. Now, there's story behind this. There's, there's letters that everybody sent, and I haven't gotten to yet, but I'd just like to acknowledge Roger and Clara McDonald, if I could, uh, for this um, Fort, Worth Police, uh, Tex Fort Worth, Texas Police badge. Really, really an honor when I get stuff from you guys in the mail. So I'll be reading that tomorrow on the morning show, and I'll be showing all the great gifts that the LFA family members send. And ladies and gentlemen, we are about to revamp our wall of fa fame out there, our wall of family, I like to call it, not the wall of fame, our wall of family out there. And uh, when that's all said and done, we'll go live on Getter and I'll show you guys everything, uh, how all the stuff that's been added to all the stuff that you guys have sent. We've got a phenomenal show for you guys tonight, folks. We have 551 rumbles. Let's push that up. Savannah Hernandez on the streets of Philly will be joining us live tonight. That right there is worth you guys getting everybody in Philly that you know to watch this feed right now. She will be here in about five minutes, okay? She's going to come in early. She was on time constraints. We had to get her in. So we're going to have Savannah Hernandez coming in and explaining to us what she's experiencing on the streets of Philadelphia six days before we sl spread the, uh, slow the spread of destruction. And uh, I'm very honored 
to have Savannah Hernandez on here uh, tonight. So I'd just like to thank all of you for being here. I would like to thank you for the shares, the reposts, the getter, uh, likes, all of it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as Mike Crispy says, we're just getting started. And I hope you guys have seen the, uh, the election coverage image that we're passing around because you're about to see election coverage like you've never seen it before. You're going to get live performances. You're going to get singers. You're going to get people coming in here from all kinds of different states, candidates that are in their own races. It's going to be an absolutely off-the-wall, crazy, awesome, truthful election night here next Tuesday, and I am absolutely pumped. Let's share the video. Here we go. November 2nd, year of our Lord, 2020. I am training you in the discipline of perseverance. Your ongoing struggle is not a mistake or a punishment. Try to view it instead as a rich opportunity. Your uphill journey keeps you aware of your need neediness. So you look to me for help. God wants you always looking to him. He wants you always looking to him for help, okay? When you go through hard times, he's not punishing you. He's strengthening you. Iron sharpens iron. He's making you go through. He's not making you go through things. He's giving you opportunities as you go through things. Remember that. Hebrews 12.3 tells us, Consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You think Jesus was a little weary? You think he was weary when he was pulling that huge wooden cross while they were beating him, kicking him, and spitting on him? You think he was weary? And he kept going because he knew what he must do, just like you know what you must do today. The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness. Jeremiah 31.3, Jeremiah 31.3, and before you turn out that light tonight, be careful to avoid the sinful snare of self-pity. A lot of us know what self-pity is, right? That's a sinful snare. Trustingly, whisper my name instead. You know, like Biden whisper, oh God, it's not a joke, man. It's not a joke. And feel the embrace of my everlasting love. Well, I'll tell you what, it's not a joke. It sure isn't. If you need something, well then, ladies and gentlemen, all you got to do is whisper his name. I'd like to say hi to Cara, uh, Cara Alba's mom all the way out in Nebraska who's watching. How you doing? It's good to see you here tonight. I'd like to say hi to Chick73. I'd like to say what up to Bobby Driver, Chick73. Hello, how are you? MD Norton. Scotty is in the building. Melissa Steffi is here. Texas Deb 2 is in the building. W. Wilson is here. Iris Hannah Aguilar is in the building here tonight. Wayne Davis is watching on Rumble. Denise9904. And let me first say hello and thank you to Mama Nurse. Mama Nurse 777, ladies and gentlemen, she just donated $500 through Rumble Rant saying, my husband is a property claims adjuster and has been working hurricane claims from early morning until late night for the past month. Since he earned extra money working, we want to share. So that means that all the time that he spent out there working to, have, to make any extra money, that she sends it into Live from America. That, ladies and gentlemen, is truly a tithing that is worth, uh, that is worth uh, a praise. So let's go to the Lord now. Let's say our, our prayer together, and then we'll bring in our special guest of the night. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And Lord, while we've got your ear, we'd just like to ask you to bless this interview tonight. Bless our guest tonight. Put a full armor of God around her as she, uh, with all the courage in the world, goes out on the streets, never knowing what she's ever going to endure, but she does it to bring truth to America, ladies and gentlemen. And God, we ask that you today put an armor of God around her and bless her travels. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you know we started it right here. It's Big Bang MAGA time. It isn't Ultra MAGA. It isn't Dark MAGA. It is Big Bang MAGA time. And I would like to go ahead right now, if I could, for the very first time here on Live from America. You guys have seen her work. We've been watching what she's been doing for quite a while now. She's rising through the ranks of, uh, of independent journalists who uh, will go out there and get the story no matter what. And that is Savannah Hernandez. Savannah, thank you and welcome to Live from America tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited. So yesterday, let's just jump right to it, okay? You're killing it right now. It's not like you love the uh, that you love to see the things you're seeing out there. You don't love to see the stuff going on in the border. You don't love to see the stuff going on in the streets of of uh, of Philly or out in LA anywhere. But you 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 go out there and you bring what you see. No 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 uh, crafty editing. It's just here it is. And then last night we showed how these this needle exchange program that you uncovered, and, and, and how when you uncovered it, they went ballistic, almost like they were triggered. The pink hats came out, the screaming to the sky. What is going on on the streets of Philly six days before we slow the spread of stupidity? Well, that's exactly why I wanted to come to Philadelphia, more importantly, Pennsylvania, because we know that it is a battleground state ahead of the midterms. You have Fetterman and Oz in a neck and neck race. Uh, so, of course, I wanted to come here to really highlight the realities of this very blue area, right? Specifically, KNA, which I've heard is a very, uh, I guess, dicey street, for lack of a better term. Now, I went down there and there's a place called Prevention Point, and they provide clean needles for the addicts and the users on the streets down there. And this is something that happens every Tuesday and Friday on the public streets of Philly um, on Kensington Avenue. You can go watch and basically they tell drug users, hey, if you bring in, let's say, 50 dirty needles will double that and give you 100 clean needles. I was actually talking to a drug user today who explained to me the entire process. Now, this organization, primarily funded with the government contracts, of course, distributed almost 10 million needles to drug users just in the year of 2021. On top of that, um, the, the person that I was speaking to today basically said that it is illegal in the city of Philadelphia to have drug paraphernalia. However, the... Um, organization has been given special permission by the government here to give these ID cards to the drug addicts that basically say, you know, if the cops pull them over, then they show the cops, hey, I got these needles from Prevention Point. And then that's basically their legal loophole uh, as to how they're allowed to have this paraphernalia. So it was really a, a chaotic scene on Kensington Avenue. I've never seen so many exposed needles in my life. Genuinely a terrifying area. I've reported on 
San Francisco, Skid Row in LA, in New York City, in the Bronx. Philadelphia really has been uh, probably number one in terms of the amount of drug use that I've seen, the amount of crime. Wow. The first day that I was here, I almost got snatched up. Yesterday, I got attacked by two addicts. They smashed my equipment because I was, again, filming the needle exchange, which if this is such a great program, why wouldn't this organization want to highlight what they're doing? Why wouldn't they want to highlight that they're helping the addicts on the streets of Philadelphia? They don't want this exposed because they are very aware of what they're doing, and that's aiding and abetting drug use on these streets. Um, again, this is why we see so much um, excitement and so much support behind Dr. Oz here for the Senate race in Pennsylvania, because the people here are absolutely disgusted and horrified by what, by what is taking place on their streets. Well, and not only that, uh, Savannah, when, when John Fetterman was a mayor of Braddock there, uh, the, that's why the Braddock newspaper just endorse Oz because they said your crime, the crime here was out of control. You yourself chased down an unarmed black man and, 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 and racially profiled him and the crime is out of control. Are, are you talking to uh, citizens in Philadelphia about it, what their worries are if a John Fetterman does in fact win what their worries are for crime in Philadelphia? Because I only see it skyrocketing from here. Definitely. I haven't gone to speak to too many residents because I have been focused in mostly on, again, KNA, the rampant drug use. It's been quite jarring to see. And uh, the saddest thing, I would say, is that the residents are okay with it. They're not okay with it, but it's normal for them, right? Uh, this is kind of what I go and highlight in these progressive cities. I go and highlight the fact that, hey, it is not normal to have needles and people, you know, using heroin and shooting up in the middle of a day in the public park. Like, this isn't a normal activity. It isn't normal to have people defecating on the corner on the streets of New York. It isn't normal to have people getting pushed onto the rails of a subway in the subway stations all around these areas. So, um, Going back to your original question about the residents, I've spoken to a couple of them here and there. Uh, I usually come with the local to these types of areas and I'm like, hey, show me what's going on in your city. And all the locals that I have been speaking to kind of behind the scenes off camera do share with me that the crime has gotten out of control. Uh, actually, the drug user that I was interviewing today, this interview will be coming out in a couple of days, very powerful, was telling me that he himself has been targeted um, you know, for crimes. He has been robbed. He sees shootings every single night in the area. I was talking to a resident earlier who said something similar that shootings are a nightly occurrence here it's just a part of the the city and uh that's what residents who live here can expect well and and somebody made a good point in the chat they said they want them to stay addicted and other what other reason would it be savannah what other reason would they have to incentivize drug use and with no plan to wean them off or no plan to get them off completely, no plan to reintroduce them into society when in, in a world where we've got a lot of help wanted signs everywhere, there's a lot of people that could have jobs if they just got straight and clean. Instead, they seem to be spending all their time, effort, and energy on keeping them addicted. Is, 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 would that be a fair assumption to make that what other, what other reason would they be doing it? Well, exactly. People always like to say that, you know, uh, people like Alex Jones are conspiracy theorists because he talks about depopulation. But what would we call this? What would we call this on the streets of America other than a mm -hmm. depopulation effort? We're not trying to help people. We are taking mentally ill people who are genuinely rotting on the streets of Philadelphia, of San Francisco, of L.A., of New York, of Chicago there. And when I say rotting, I was actually speaking to a drug user who was showing me the giant lesions on her arms. This footage is coming out as well. Oh. Their skin is rotting because they are now injected 
injecting elephant tranquilizer. And of course, their bodies cannot properly combat that. So it is rotting their flesh. So these are mentally ill people who are being emboldened by the city, emboldened by Democratic leaders and progressive policy, which, again, I would venture to say is a depopulation effort because they're allowing the mentally ill to run rampant, to, you know, be involved in whatever crimes they want. I was in Portland the other week. In the course of two hours of being downtown, I witnessed an attempted robbery of a corner store. And then I walked down the street and saw somebody overdosing in broad daylight at 4 p.m. So, I mean, it's it's just it's hard to even report on, you know, yeah, seeing this it is, it is. in real life. It's one thing to see the the clips on social media of the crime. It's another thing entirely to physically be in the area and seeing it with your own two eyes. And again, too. All I can label this as is genuinely a depopulation effort, genuinely an effort by the government to keep people subservient, dumbed down, um, basically in this zombie-like state so they can continue to keep passing these policies to keep everybody down, to be honest with you, because this affects the general population, right? This isn't something that's just affecting one street in Philadelphia. This is bleeding out to everybody else. We're seeing a rise in crime rates. We're seeing a rise in attacks on the residents here. Um, so, of course, the elites who are passing these policies are up in their, you know, high towers. They're not dealing with the crime down here. They're not dealing with the lawlessness. Similar to Joe Biden, who says, oh, yeah, there's not really a bad inflation. There's not bad gas prices. The economy is doing great. He says that. And he's now being fact-checked on, fact on Twitter, which is incredible. That was amazing. But he... Yeah, he and all these politicians are saying these things because they're not actually living what we are living. They're right. not out here with the common man living through the bad policy that they're pushing out. Well, and you've, okay, let's let's take this another step further. You've spent a considerable time on the southern border. I've not spent, I've spent some time on the southern border. I've seen things that I will never unsee. You have seen things that you will never unsee. Things that you don't even want to tell your grandkids about when you have grandkids someday. Sick, sick stuff. Do you attribute all the rise in crime to everything that's coming over the southern border? Whether it be drugs, whether it be trafficking, whether it be gang, whether it be fent uh, 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 fentanyl, whether it be people themselves. Do you attribute all the rise in crime all over the country to that southern border? Or do you attribute it to that southern border mixed with defund the police Democrat policy? I would say the latter because we do know that there is a record amount of fentanyl coming across our border. I believe back in uh, 2021, we saw an 800% increase in the fentanyl crossing our border. So that is a big issue. And, you know, you, you go and speak to a lot of these drug users on the street and fentanyl is that drug of choice. I have on video wow. yesterday, this woman from start to finish showing me how to shoot up fentanyl, showing me how she's using the tools being given to her by this government funded program so she can shoot up this fentanyl. So that is a big issue. The border definitely bringing in a lot of illegal immigration alongside that along of a lot of criminals that are coming from these foreign countries remember that it was just a couple months ago that venezuela was emptying their prisons and sending their prisoners to our southern border because they said hey america's open have fun we don't want to pay for you anymore so that is an aspect of it but again you have the defund the police movement that happened in 2020 you have these soft on crime da's that are funded by george soros to continue to degrade and decline our society criminals are not being held accountable here we have people like kathy holschel who are in office right now and lee zeldin is leading in new york because kathy holschel has the audacity to say i don't know why he's focused in on crime right. you know you go to new york you have stories every single day coming out about people getting stabbed people being shot people being brutally beaten on the street so it really is this 
amalgamation of all of these horrific issues, right? We allowed progressive policy to actually be put in place. And we saw the reality of what these utopian-like policies look like in real life. They're horrific. They're not loving. They're not tolerant. Uh, people are getting killed on the street because of this policy. Criminals are allowed to run rampant. Meanwhile, the private American citizen who genuinely just wants free speech in two way to protect themselves, they're the bad guy and they're the domestic yeah, terrorists. They're, they're the domestic violent extremists, right? The DVEs. Um, we got a lot of people in the chat that are just very, very, um, very inspired by you being, you know, the youth of the nation out there. I'm seeing people say real journalism. Glad to see the youth get involved. What a smart young lady. Real journalism, real journalism. People are dying for real journalism and truth. And there's not a lot of people out there that will go out there and get it. You're one of them. We also all have friends like Ben Berkwam, you know, and others that out there that are getting this news. We just, we, we. I sit here most of the time now and I report what you guys go get. So I first and foremost want to thank you, all right, for giving us footage so that we can bring it to the thousands of people. I know you have a show as well. I think you're, a, are you a TPUSA ambassador now as well? Yes, I am working with uh, TPUSA. I'm working with Frontlines of Drew Hernandez. So yes. we're really trying to be on the front lines yes. and show people what's going on. Yeah, and you guys are doing a heck of a job. I really, I really, 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 uh, I really am encouraged and inspired by by the youth actually taking control. And uh, you are the people that I show my daughters to. You know, Drew is the people that I show my sons to. And I say, look, you don't have to be like dad who's been out here doing this for years and years and years. There's other people that are right after, right before your generation that are doing it too. So don't be ashamed because all the other kids are like, you know, yeah, you know, forced to say that, uh, you know, Donald Trump is a racist. And, I, and my kids hear that all the time. They stand firm. They stand strong. And I hope they grow up to be like you someday. Savannah, you got the last 60 seconds. Anything that you'd like to say? How do people follow you? How can they help you? Because I know that you're traveling a lot and funds definitely are needed. So. Definitely. Well, to anybody who is watching and is thinking about maybe wanting to go out and do their own type of journalism, this is such a simple thing to go do. Go out on the streets of your city and show what is really going on. Just go take your camera phone. I've had some of my most viral clips taken on an iPhone. Right. It's very simple. Just go expose what's happening on your streets. People are very hungry for truth, which is why this type of reporting is so important. Um, I would highly encourage people to go watch my footage from here in Philly, in Portland, San Francisco. Go follow me on Instagram at Sab with one N, or you can follow me here on rumble youtube recently deleted two of my uh shows this past week so i can't even upload the philly footage until later on potentially past the midterms we'll see when my strike is up so i'm um, following me here on rumble as well sav says all of my footage can live on this platform luckily um if you guys are still on youtube too uh, sav says there but go follow me on all those platforms go check out the footage go share it and go show people what's actually going on on the streets amen. of america amen savannah hey i know you're busy i know you're pressed for time thank you for giving us some of your time tonight we'll have you back on in the future again you go out there and do what you do we'll do what we do and we'll save the country and meet in the middle okay Perfect. Thank you so much for having me, Jeremy. It's been great. All right. God bless you. See you later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. The one, the only, and she will be a living legend someday. She will go down in the history books like all those other journalists out there that are not afraid to go out and get into the belly of the beast. And I said, everybody's got a role, right? Everybody has got a role. We've all got a role. You've got a role. I've got a role. She's got a role. Okay. All of us are good at something. And when we all work together, it is absolutely Amazing. Now, we didn't get to the first and foremost section, which we're going to get to uh, right now. And I'm going to try to speed read some news to you in the next 32 minutes uh, to where it still makes sense. Before I do that, 
I would like to go ahead and give some love to one of our sponsors right now, and that is EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen. I have to tell you, I have to tell you this right now. When we bring on these sponsors, these people that we bring on, if I, I, have, long, I have many conversations with them before I say, all right, we will allow you to sponsor us. They know how active the LFA audience is. They see the numbers. They know that for such a small show compared to others that we get things done. So anytime that I bring a new, uh, a new sponsor on to help fill that extra 35%, 30 to 35% that we're not getting through donations right now, I make sure that these people are just like you and I. And when I got this in my life, when I got the Field of Greens, those two products alone, they really did change my life. Okay, the Enviro Cleanse unit, I didn't, I, I didn't even care about, I, go, I wasn't this guy that cared about the air that I breathed until I breathed air that wasn't dirty. That made the difference. It's amazing once you do something and you have something and then it's taken away from you. You're like, whoa, 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 what's changed? That's one of these things. You don't have to buy it all up front. You can pay payments. It's, this machine right here is the reason why 85% of the sickness that could be going through my house is not going through my house. It's the reason why we don't have to dust every single week now in the summer like it was before and take away the, take off the fan blades and dust off all those stupid fan blades so that that actually works. Don't have to do that anymore. So you can imagine how much clean air you're actually breathing. Asthma, any kind of COPD, anything like that. This thing is a lifesaver. Go to EnviroCleanse.com and put in promo code LFA today and you can, again, pay payments on it, all right? Um, again, I want to thank all your guys' rumble rant so very much. I know that on Getter, that it's not the proper picture and it's not the proper, uh, description for the show. I very much am aware of that. You guys, uh, something's going on with Getter, but I will fix it afterwards. Long story short, we're still live. You still see the show. And that's the important thing. Remember, go download the LFA TV app on Apple and Google. It's just LFA space TV. And when you get it on, you'll see the video that's playing up top. It won't have any sound on it. Scroll down to the bottom, click the live stream square, and then you'll be able to watch what's live. Or you can go through the on-demand section at the bottom. But you're going to want to download that app for election night, folks, because election night is going to be lit here on LFA, as the youngins say. It's going to be lit. Sus. Simp. You know, how Anna and Mike and all those guys talk. Yeah, I'm too old for that. But I understand what they're saying. Anyway, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. Arizona judge bans cameras at ballot drop boxes. Let me say that one more time. And then when I say the thing after this, you're going to be even more upset. Ready? Arizona judge has banned any kind of videotaping at all at drop boxes. And it was a Trump appointed judge. And what's really bad about this is I didn't even have to look up any laws or any cases. I ended up doing it anyway for you. But I didn't even have to look up anything to know that this is a clear violation of the First Amendment. You cannot bar anybody from filming anything in public. And you cannot bar them from filming even a government agency, a government building, or a government official if they choose to, if they are on public property. And most of these drop boxes are on or in public property. You do have every right in the world to film these drop boxes. And a, and a judge in Arizona, a Trump-appointed judge, says, no, you can't, at least not until after the election in six days. Yeah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, not good. Trump-appointed judge Michael Liberty. 
L-I-B-U-R-D-I. Liberty or Liberti. Banned cameras at Arizona Dropboxes on Tuesday until after the election. I'm wondering why somebody's saying Scotty is here. Hi, Scotty. I assumed you were here, but hi, Scotty. Yes, we raised money for you, Scotty, and the check went out today. So uh, it's either went out today or it was filled out today. I'll have to ask my wife. But uh, we did raise money for Scotty, and I I know he he sent his address and everything. So, Scotty, God bless you, brother. Judge Liberti, or Liberti, we'll call him, Liberti, we'll just say Liberti, banned Clean Elections USA from holding any future trainings about these drop boxes as well. Remember when we were having drop box parties, tailgate parties, ladies and gentlemen? I say film them anyway. What are they going to do? Arrest you? Oh, well, you've got the Constitution behind your back. First Amendment, okay? First Amendment right to be able to do that. And every single federal court agrees with me, all right? Judge Liberty forced Clean Elections USA to post a notice on their social media accounts that reads, quote, any past statement that is always illegal, that it is always illegal to to, uh, deposit multiple ballots in a ballot drop box is incomplete, This is what he made them put on their social media. Are you ready for this? Any past statement that it is always illegal to deposit multiple ballots in a drop box is incomplete. A family member, a household member, or a caregiver can legally do so. That's what they made them put on their social media. Now, let me just say this. Let me say this very firmly. That's true. If you're putting in one other ballot or two if you can prove that there's two people in your household that cannot legally do it you cannot stuff handfuls or backpack fulls of ballots in a drop box you numbnuts judge and then judge liberty also banned cameras or videotaping of any ballot trafficker at a drop box ladies and gentlemen and that happened today so i decided i don't have to go look up the First Amendment, but I did want to go look up and I wanted to read how this applies to people in Arizona specifically. So I did that. Let's bring this up on the screen so the people can read this along with me. And while we're at it, let me get a huge round of rumbling and sharing, folks. Let me get a huge round of rumbling and a huge round of sharing. I want to see the numbers fly up right now. Everybody in the world should have heard what Savannah Hernandez just had to say. I think we're slacking a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Let's keep it moving. Here we go. Put it up on the screen. Arizona, a growing consensus of courts have recognized a constitutional right to record government officials engaged in their duties in a public place. This First Amendment right to record generally encompasses both video and audio recording. For more information on the right to record, broadly seen, then there's a, there's a hyperlink there. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, which includes Arizona, has held that there is a First Amendment right to record matters of public interest in public places. Would you not consider a Dropbox public interest? And would you not consider a Dropbox in a public place? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing, ladies and gentlemen, what knowledge can actually give you? Power. Power which includes the right to record law enforcement officers engaged in the exercise of their official duties in a public place. And that was Ask Askins versus the Department of Homeland Security, 899-F3D-1035-1044, Ninth Circuit, 2018. Also see Fordyce versus City of Seattle, 55 f 36 f 3 d 436 Ninth Circuit, 1995. 
Okay. However, Arizona Doug Dushi signed a bill into law in July 2022 that purports to ban individuals from recording police officers within eight feet of a law enforcement activity. The law states that individuals cannot make a recording if they know or reasonably should know such an activity is occurring and if a police officer has given them a verbal warning that they are not allowed to record within eight feet. Law enforcement activities include making an arrest, questioning a suspicious person, issuing a summons, or enforcing the law, or confronting an emotionally disturbed or disorderly person exhibiting abnormal behavior. According to the law, an individual who is a subject of the law enforcement activity and or the occupants of the vehicle stopped by police may record such interactions, permitted it does not interfere with lawful police actions. However, what this article does not go on to say, and which I went on to find out, is that that law is still not on the books because it's being litigated still to this day. So there is nothing in Arizona law, there is nothing in the Constitution, nothing anywhere that says that you are not allowed to film a Dropbox. That is a stone-cold lie, that is fake news, and that judge ought to be disbarred for violating his oath to the Constitution of the United States of America, which says... Freedom of the press, freedom of religion, freedom of speech. I can't believe we have to go through this, but it appears to me that even some judges didn't pay attention in law school. Reject. I just don't believe that this kind of crap can even happen. You know what I mean? There needs to be a police for the judges. That's what needs to happen. And it needs to be us, we the people, that says, actually, Constitution says otherwise, so here's your walking papers. Holla at your boy. See you later. That's what needs to happen. Absolutely unbelievable. Anyway, I want to move on from that because I've got a lot of news to cover and I could talk about that for an hour. Breaking news today. Tony Gain-of-Function Fauci will be deposed in open court on November 23rd in the Missouri-Louisiana social media collusion case. And guess who is the plaintiff? Jim Hoft of the Gateway Pundit, ladies and gentlemen. We've been following this for quite some time, but we now have a date. We now have a date, and that is November 23rd. Tony the Ratface Fauci will be under oath in court Because the suit alleges that a massive coordinated effort by the deep state to work with big tech to censor and manipulate Americans from average citizens to news outlets on issues including the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, 2020 election integrity, COVID-19 origins, and extent skepticism, COVID-19 vaccine skepticism, among other issues. Uh, I cannot wait until Tony the Rat Face Fauci has to answer questions in court. They persuaded the judge to grant them limited discovery, investigatory powers before the court. And we, we covered that when it happened. Big shout out to the Gateway Pundit, too, for fighting this, man, because a lot of people are afraid to go up against this. And I tell you what, the, uh, this allowed Attorney General Schmidt to compel the government and Facebook and Twitter. And, if you, and, and now, how crazy is it that Elon, Musk's, Elon Musk owns Twitter while this is going on? Mind-blowing. And a few other social media platforms to turn over documents and communications exchanged between the government and the social media platforms in which censorship 
was discussed. Folks, when you couple this together, please share the video right now, by the way, the Rumble video. That's the one we want to get out there because that's the one we can't be censored on. When you couple this together with everything that uh, Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht exposed with the 2,000 mules, the drop boxes, which is why that judge uh, doesn't want you to record them, but also with what's going on with Konek, what's happening, folks, is the house of cards of this dirty swamp donkey federal government of Democrat Marxists and uniparty rhinos, it's crumbling. They can't hold on anymore. They can't hold on anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are expecting a little patriot baby. Corn Pop, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, Corn Pop about two weeks ago sent me the heartbeat. I'm actually going to have to find that. I'm going to have to find that and play that. Matter of fact, let's see if I can. Hold on one second, guys. This, I think this is important, don't you? Let's see if I can go find that real quick. I may not be able to. I believe it was probably sent to me, Corn Pop, on Instagram. I believe it was, but we're going to have to go. We're going to have to see here. Hold on. We got to get, we got to play this because if I could play this heartbeat of a little, oh, our little baby, our little live from America baby, LFA baby. Uh, yeah, I don't see it. I'll have to find it later anyway, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, uh, she sent me that, um, she sent me the heartbeat and incredible, just absolutely incredible. Tabitha, God bless you. God bless, uh, your, your family. And I'm so very excited to welcome an LFA baby into this world. Share the video, folks. Let's get this up over 3,000 here on, uh, on Rumble, and let's keep moving on. Um, we're going to go to PA, okay? We're going to move on to PA real quick because John Fetterman, we were talking about Savannah Hernandez came in. She exposed a lot. By the way, that story of the, of the rotting skin because people are shooting up elephant tranquilizer and shooting fe- and fentanyl and their skin is rotting, like absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Thank you, Savannah Hernandez. Let's stay in Pennsylvania for a minute. Because I could not believe my ears. When the mainstream media, at least inside Pennsylvania, brought on John Fetterman and basically played that clip of him at the debate and said, do you understand why people don't think you're fit? Do you even get it? I thought this was great. It's finally, it's finally high time that the people in the mainstream media, even at a state level, actually start acknowledging that this is just a crap show. Check this out. The moment that stands out that they keep using over and over again is your comment about fracking, your answer to the fracking question. Here it is. There is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Oh, uh, I, I, I do support fracking and I don't I don't. I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. Do you understand why people are now questioning your ability to be our senator from the state of Pennsylvania because of moments like that? I, I, I believe that, that my support of fracking has always been, been one that, uh, in, in the past, uh, was some of the environmental uh, concerns. By the way, why is he sitting in a corner of a crappy brick apartment with a little flag hanging that says Fetterman for Senate? Why? I, I, I just don't... I want to see if we can... Hold on. Well, let's go back to that real quick. Check this out. Look at that. Look at that. What is going on? You are running for U.S. Senate. Don't, doesn't your campaign have money? Can't you take off the hoodie one day and be in a place... 
that I don't know is properly professional for you to give an interview? Like, it's just these, you know what? Mike Crispy hit it on the head one day when he said, it's the wives. It's the, it's the wives of these candidates. And it's the wives of these people like Joe Biden and the wife of John Fetterman that are to blame here. Sick, sick, sick individuals. They really are. They're just sick, disgusting individuals. And you want to know something, ladies and gentlemen? If, if people like John Fetterman, if people like Raphael Warnock, if people like Kathy Holchel, if they win, if all of these people win and MAGA does not have a big bang MAGA moment like my hat says, if all of that happens, folks, we're going into socialism. The chances of saving America, if we do not win the midterms, if we don't have this red wave that I've been predicting for months and months and months, then our chances of saving America are drastically reduced. And I mean drastically reduced to the point of which what you see going on in Brazil right now. Now, earlier I reported that Bolsonaro had all intentions on handing over power. That has changed since this morning. That has changed since this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, the military, the people of Brazil and Bolsonaro are all standing against this illegal globalist coup that just took place in Brazil that will turn Brazil into Venezuela and two years. They're not giving up the power. Amazing turn of events. Let's go to this video uh, that shows the, the crowd and the military's on Bolsonaro's side, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we should have done. Now, I'm not saying there should have been bloodshed in the streets. What I am saying is Mike Pence should have stood shoulder to shoulder with Donald Trump. The army should have been involved and they should have said, whoa, Something isn't right. Never in the history of our elections has this happened. Never. And we're not going to allow this. We should have stood up and we should have not allowed the illegal transfer of power. And we should have not given them the opportunity to demonize us and call us terrorists for the next two years because we gave them power. Because we capitulated over and gave it to them. We should have never done that. We're the United States of America. We're the red, white, and blue. We're the, the ones that fight for freedom around the world. And we're the ones that lead. But not in this situation. We didn't lead in the trucker situation. Canada did. And we're not leading here. Brazil is. Shout out to the people of Brazil for this. Check this out. They are not letting this happen. Ladies and gentlemen, they're shutting down roads, they're shutting down commerce, they're shutting down everything. The people of Brazil are not going to allow this to happen. They're asking the military leaders to arrest Lula right now. They're not going to hand their country over to socialism. They've already said they're not going to do it. Do we have this video of them blocking the streets? I think we do. Check this out. They are not letting anything happen. This is. I'm sorry for the loading, folks. I don't know what's going on. Now, I agree that we are going to take back our country on November 8th. I agree 100%. But we should have never allowed the illegal transfer of power, okay? We should have never allowed the illegal transfer of power. And I don't know how we could have done it. I don't know what Donald Trump could have done or what he couldn't have done. I'm not in his shoes. I don't know. But all I know, ladies and gentlemen, is this kind of stuff right here, this is what should have happened. And it did happen on January 6th. 
It did happen on January 6th. We were there to say, no, it is not going to happen. And what did they do? They turned the military against us. They turned the military against us. They locked us out of the people's capital. And they turned our own military against us with guns, with long rifles around that border so we could not get into our building that we pay for. Never. Never, 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 never did I think that we were going to see something like this in the United States of America. And Anna Perez was right when she said, Biden, Obama, and the globalists, they will not stop until nuclear war happens because they know that outside of nuclear war, they're screwed. They're screwed. All of their crimes will come to light. They know they are absolutely screwed. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of stuff that I tell you to prepare for. This is the kind of stuff that I say, hey, let's hope we never get here, but the chances of us getting here, and, and, unless, unless this red wave that I say is coming happens in November, then we're on the same road as, uh, as Brazil. So what do we got to do? We got to have those generators that we, that we promote here. We got to be healthy living. We got to have bug out bags. We got to be able to be prepared to protect our families because you know what? Nobody will be there to protect us in these times. Nobody. You will be there to protect you. So here's another way to do it right here. Actual silver and gold. Now, I know that a lot of people have transferred their 401ks into gold IRAs, and that's great. It is. But wouldn't you, wouldn't you like to have, for the people that don't have such a large nest egg, wouldn't you like to have the silver and the gold in your hands? Wouldn't you like to actually have the physical silver and the physical gold? That is where the power is going to be. That is where the, uh, where the money is actually going to be if and something like this ever happens. And the great thing about investing in gold is if... It gets to a point where you don't need to anymore. You just sell it off and you make a profit. So go to goldco.com. Have a conversation with them. Call 855-559-3433. Go to goldco.com and see how you can protect yourself from this happening to you, especially all the people out there who have saved and saved and saved and saved and saved over the years. All right? We've got to. There's no other choice at this point. And now I've got about, uh, I've got a few other stories to get into, so I'm just going to get right into them, folks, and I'm sorry for the speed reading, but it is what it is, all right? Jeremy, where are you going to bug out to? The woods, if we got to. Look, I live in a wooded region. I grew up in the woods. I know how to survive in the woods. That's where I'll bug out. So I'll bug out to the mountains. Who knows? I'll bug out anywhere where I'm able to protect my family and have freedom, wherever that is. I'm just saying be prepared. Better to have and not need, and you know the rest. Hold on a minute here. Jersey Lane, I don't want that for anybody, but you're right. How bad does it have to get? Amen. BG Slam says, put your faith in Jesus, not government. Amen. If that isn't the best comment of the night. Liberty Lugal over on Getter said, exactly. Kind, Kind Embroidery said, I'm so glad we live in a small town in Utah. Mark says, these are the facts. 1,000% newcomer chips per every one chip. Uh, oh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, and, of course, I see the LFA producer in there. Rumble, rumble, rumble. And he's saying that on Getter. So if you're watching on another platform, please come over real quick. Give us a rumble. We really do appreciate it, okay? According to God's word, gold is worth nothing if there's no bread. Well, that's, there you go. There you go. That's true, too. I don't disagree with that in any way. Oh, no, be careful in the woods. That's where Hillary goes. (laughs) That's where that email server is. Uh, P.S. Rujic says, I am doing Gold Co. right now. Awesome. Awesome. Jeremy, it's in your text. Oh, Oh, okay, okay. 
All right. I thought it was an Instagram. Thank you very much. I'm glad I saw that. I will convert that into something that I could put on the computer and I'll share that tomorrow. How about that? All right. Let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to get back to this whole Nancy Pelosi thing because it's always updating and I am going to beat it like a dead horse because they're going to beat it on the other side. So I'm going to beat it like a dead horse on this side because here's my... So we talked earlier about the Capital City Police, the Capitol Police having a direct feed, security feed into Nancy Pelosi's home. Now, you know, if the Capitol Police have a direct feed that they can monitor in Washington, D.C., of the third in line to the presidency and the current House Speaker of the United States of America, then that camera system, that surveillance system, that security system is not going to be reliant on anything that could go down just locally. You know what I'm saying? Like if the power went out or something like that, you don't think that they have ways to make that to, to, to a generator or something to click that back on? Of course they do. So that was, the, that was one of the big weird stories today that I was like, wait a minute. Capital City or Capital Police have a direct line in? That blew my mind. So then I got to thinking about it and I thought about this. Okay, if, if the world right now is full of MAGA DVEs, MAGA domestic terrorists... And it's such a problem. And there's sleeper cells all over the country, right? And nobody's safe. And the political violence is outnumbering all these Democrats. Let me ask you this. Where was Nancy Pelosi's extra security? Because anybody knows that has a brain that if there's any kind of threat at all to any of our government officials, especially after how they set up January 6th, There would be security, extra security detail around them. Nancy Pelosi would be guarded like the president of the United States if, if all of this existed. Am I right? Where was her extra security? Where was the extra security at her home? How in the H-E double hockey sticks did a a bong-ripping, hemp jewelry-making, BLM enthusiast-sympathizing weirdo nudist How would he been able to get into that neighborhood, get into her house, and beat Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer? Hey, you guys want a joke? I don't know if it's too soon for this joke, but are you ready? (laughs) Are you ready? Paul Pelosi decided not to drive drunk. He said he'd rather stay home and get hammered instead. Paul Pelosi said, hey, for once, I'm not going to drive drunk. I'm just going to stay home and get hammered instead. What do you mean? What? Doesn't it, it was, come on. That was a good joke, wasn't it? That was a, I thought that was a good joke. He'd rather stay home and get hammered. <laughs> anyway, you have to admit, though, right? They would have extra security. Everybody would have extra security. The house would have extra security. She would have extra security. Her husband would have extra security. But he decided he was going to stay home and get hammered. But here's what I really wanted to show you. There are San Francisco Democrat lawmakers like State Senator Scott Weiner and others. Scott Weiner, right? How come all the perverts have that last name? Anyway... I want to play a video for you right now because this is a Democrat state senator by the name of Scott Wiener. Now, Scott Wiener dresses in drag. Scott Wiener puts on drag shows. He puts on leather straps just like uh, the guy over there who runs Ukraine. He's an absolute weirdo. And he's a, in my opinion, a pedophile because anybody who puts on drag shows for kids is a pedophile, in my opinion. However, let me play this video for you and then let's break it down. Here we go. Pelosi home. 
with the hammer and this 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 guy that broke in that is an attack on democracy two bay area politicians u.s congressman john garamendi and california state senator scott weiner speak to what they see as the broader implications of speaker nancy pelosi's husband being attacked in their home in san francisco and this is just another example of the escalation of political violence that we're seeing we know that this person had a long history of uh, sort of fringe conspiracy theory views. Um, he, I, I've been aware of him for a long time because he was associated with the um, with the public nudity folks in the Castro. Do you think that maybe Congress should take this moment to make some kind of statement regarding political violence uh, ahead of the election? Absolutely. All of us ought to do everything we can to tone down our rhetoric. Uh, and move away from uh, the conspiracy theories that are out there. All right, let me just, okay, first of all, this guy said, we all know this guy. How do you know him? How do you know him? Everybody that I know that's a Trump supporter is a different person. I've been to so many Trump rallies. I've seen people of all walks of life. You know what I've never seen at a Trump rally or for anybody that ever supported Trump? I never seen BLM enthusiasts with transgender flags at their home who were nudists and slept with old Democrats and were drug addicts and who hung out in the San Francisco gay bar scene. I cannot imagine that a Trump supporter would fit all of those narratives and then hang out with Democrat state senators and Democrat state representatives from San Francisco Bay Area. Why is this gay, illegal alien, David DePape, who apparently is a MAGA enthusiast, even though there's nothing anywhere about that ever on anything, how is this guy sleeping with Democratic state senators and state representatives, but yet he's all about MAGA? Are you absolutely out of your mind, stupid, to have us believe that? Oh, and by the way, tone down the rhetoric. Does anybody in the world remember just about three or four months ago when Justice Brett Kavanaugh, a Supreme Court justice's life, was at stake as somebody attempted to murder him over a leak? An illegal leak out of the Supreme Court, uh, out of the Supreme Court of the United States of America, and it was by a Democrat. Like, uh, like, come on, people! Oh, their dangerous rhetoric is going to get somebody killed. Oh, you mean like Justice Brett Kavanaugh? How stupid are some of these people? We know him from the. We know him. We you know. How do you know him? How do you know him? How do you know him? I can't imagine that any Trump supporters hanging around with the likes of you people. Not because they are or are not gay. I'm talking about in the social setting that those people put themselves in and surround themselves by. You're not seeing Trump supporters in those social settings. And you're sure as heck not seeing illegal aliens beating old people in the head with hammers after they sleep with them. And they're all Democrats and they're Trump supporters. Okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and we're going to give Mr. Weiner, Mr. Scott Weiner, and everybody else in the world who wants you to believe this story is true, we're going to go ahead and keep making fun of it, and we're going to give them the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Let's go. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. There it is, folks, the Dumb Dumb Award. 
boom, right there. Uh, big shout out to my guys, Loud Majority. Make sure you guys catch Loud Majority every day here on LFA TV. 10 a.m. right after Antonio Sabato. Every show here on Life from America is killing it right now. We need all your support. That means you guys got to go put those guys back in the top 19, 20, 18, 17, 16. They were back in the 30s last night, folks. We need our audience now more than ever, okay? All right, we're going to move on because uh, I've got some news coming out of uh, Disney, ladies and gentlemen. Disney. Can anybody tell me why the CEO of Disney is frantically calling Republican leaders with six days left to slow the spread of stupidity or six days left to slow the spread of, of, uh, of, of pedophilia? That's probably a good one right there. Why in the world would the CEO of Disney be reaching out to Republican leadership with just a week left before midterms? Does anybody want to take a guess? Come on. Does anybody want to take a guess? Come on. Put it in the comment section. Come on. I see you all in there. JL Jazz says, almost 1,200 rumbles. Let's go. More, please. That's, <laughs> there you go. Jeremy, you're so bad. What, for the joke? Okay, let's get into the story. Disney CEO reportedly calling multiple Republican leaders ahead of the expected GOP midterm blowout. The company has come under fire for all of its woke pedophile and transgender policies lately. Nobody cares about Disney. Everybody's boycotting them. End of story on that one. However, the company's CEO, Bob Chapik, has been having private phone calls quite a bit lately with House Republican leaders. And this was reported today. Among them, House Minority Whip Steve Scalise, who would become House Majority Leader if projections of Republican victories play out. A Disney spokesman told CNBC that Disney speaks to a lot of lawmakers when they were asked, why are you calling all these Republican lawmakers? We speak to a lot of lawmakers, the spokesman said, uh, of both sides of the aisle. While a spokesman for Scalise did not return repeated requests for comment. Well, why not, Steve Scalise? I'll tell you, I will, I will applaud Steve Scalise for what he had to go through as an elected official. But Steve Scalise is a lapdog of uh, Ronald McDaniel, who's, uh, who's also a lapdog of Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell. All these losers are all in it together. I do not like Steve Scalise as, a, as an elected official. I do not like Kevin McCarthy as an elected official. I do not like Ronald McDaniel as an elected official. I think they're all unqualified scumbag rhinos. However, why didn't he comment back? I want to know why Disney is calling you. Why is Disney calling you? I can tell you why. Do you guys remember about six months ago when I told you all their copyrights were coming up? Remember that? And if these copyrights came up and Republican leadership said you're not getting them back at this point, they were going to lose, I don't know, billions more as if they already haven't lost enough. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, and that's why Steve Scalise is such a scumbag because he will not talk about what Disney's calling him for. I'm going to tell you what, you want to be a real MAGA champion? You want to be a real Republican? Then you get your butt out there and you tell the people what you and Disney talked about behind closed doors because until that happens, you're nothing but a rhino as well. You're nothing but a rhino as well. I want to know why Disney is calling Republican leaders ahead of the midterms. And if it is a copyright thing, then say it. Why quiet? Why keep it quiet? It's no, it's no secret. I've reported on it for crying out loud. I've reported on it. So there's got to be a reason, and I want to know what that reason is. Do you want to know what that reason is? I know I do. I know I do. Uh, I'm going to play uh, two more videos for you real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. I want to play this video for you right here because this video right here is stooping to a new low. Now, we've already seen how, how racist 
Democrats can be when they say voter IDs are racist because black people can't get IDs. We've already seen that. What a racist thing for Democrats to say. Well, they're taking it to a new, to a, a new level now. Excuse me. Taking it to a new level now. Now, MSNBC is saying that voter IDs suppress transgenders because they don't have an ID that properly says who they are, apparently. Well, what do you know? Ain't that something? Unbelievable. Uh, it's up to hit the polls. Transgender voters are concerned they might be blocked from casting their ballots. Yeah, that's because a growing number of states are enforcing stricter voter identification laws that disproportionately impact the community. NBC Out reporter Joe Yurkaba joins us now with more on this. Joe, good morning to you. So first of all, how can voter ID laws create obstacles for transgender people? And where do we see some of the strictest voter ID laws? Sure. Yeah. So voter ID laws disproportionately impact trans people (laughs) because trans people are more likely to have IDs without the name uh, that they go by and the gender marker that reflects how they present. And recent research shows that just over 200,000 eligible trans voters in uh, 31 states that both conduct their elections mostly in person and require or request ID at the polls don't have IDs that reflect their gender identities and the names they go by. And as Gen Z gears up to hit the polls, transgender voters are concerned. I, it's the dumbest thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm a it's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my entire life. I'm Shut up. Shut up. What were you born as? Unbelievable. Be. What were you born as? It's that simple. What were you born as? That's your name. That's on your ID. Period. Point blank done. Point blank done. It's that simple. I don't understand why it's so hard, but I want to be something else. Too bad. I want to be a superhero. How about that? I want to be able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. I want to run faster than a locomotive, and I want to be able to stop a speeding bullet. Guess what? Can't do that. I can't do that. Oops. Does that mean the world should shut down and somebody should work on giving me powers? Unbelievable. What a bunch of morons. Anyway, before I, show, uh, before I talk about this last story, which you're absolutely going to love and is going to put a smile on your face, I do want to tell you guys about something I've been working very hard on all of you for, all of you small businesses out there, all of you biz- uh, large businesses, medium-sized businesses. If you were a church, if you were a nonprofit, if you were forced to close down, if you didn't close down and you stayed open, or if you started a business during COVID, ladies and gentlemen, there is $26,000 per every employee that you have waiting for you. Now, a lot of people know where this came from and where it came from disgusts me. It came from the CARES Act, but they had to give money to everybody. They had to make it available to everybody and they are not marketing this. They're not telling anybody this. They want all this money to end up in Democrat cities. They want all this money that they're bankrupting our grandchildren on, which has already passed. It's already going to happen anyway. It's already going to happen. They want all this money to go to them. Go get this money if you have a business. It is your money. Now, I would say it isn't anybody. It's our grandkids' money, but it's already taken from them. I I thought about this for a long time. I said, how are we going to help these small businesses stay afloat? And when I heard about the ERC and when I talked to these people, I said, okay, this is a good thing for people to get money back that the government made them lose to begin with. That it is non-auditable. It is non-taxable. It's not a loan. And you don't even have to show where you spend it. And there's no strings attached. It's just money. I've done the research for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. I've done it. You can do it too, but it's very simple. And the process only takes about 20 minutes. Only takes about 20 minutes. This is a special, um, this is a special website just for LFA. It is covidtaxrelief.org. COVID 
taxrelief.org. Now, I am not eligible because I don't have any W-2 employees. But if you have a W-2 employee or had some, go get your money, covidtaxrelief.org. It is set up just for the LFA family. And, that, and, and, and what else can I say? This is how we help each other. This is how we help each other. If you have four or five employees, guess what? You're going to get some money. All right, we're going to close the show out, and we're going to close it out strong, ladies and gentlemen, and that is with this right here. Facebook, Meta, just a year and 10 months after they banned me completely, their stock is now down 70% over the year. 70%. Let's watch it all burn down, ladies and gentlemen. Let's watch it all burn down. Facebook meta stock is down more than 70% over the year and has lost $800 billion of its market cap. $800 billion. Folks, that is almost $1 trillion. So you know what I say to that? Here we go. Hold on. Another one. Oh, yeah, there it is. Another one bites the dust. (laughs) Getter, Rumble, Truth. Those are the future, ladies and gentlemen. Facebook is for old people who want to bicker about politics. That's what my kids say. Almost $1 trillion. Oh, it's like music to my ears. Oh, it's like music to my ears. Facebook fell from a 52-week high of $353 a share. Ready for this? To $92 a share today. $92 a share. Last summer, Facebook's market capital was nearly $1 trillion, and now it's closer to $240 billion. (laughs) Woo! I love it. Let's see the picture. There it is. 92.66. Boom. Down, ladies and gentlemen. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. You know what we're seeing? We're seeing justice unfold right before our very eyes. We are seeing justice unfold right before our very eyes. I've told you month after month. God told you that you will see justice in your lifetime. Go woke. Go broke, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, I love it. We don't use PayPal anymore. They're going broke. Uh, State Farm, they, they had huge losses after they went woke. Ladies and gentlemen, Align Pay. That's who we use now at JeremyHerald.com. Christian people, they are good people. Go to Align Pay if you want a credit card transaction and you don't want to use PayPal anymore. Come to Rumble if you want to hear the truth. Come to LFA if you want to hear the truth. Now, Ms. Gen Z gears hold, on, up to- hold on, hold on, we don't want to hear that. I want to just show you guys something before we leave for the day. And I don't know if you've seen it yet, but let's go ahead and pop it up. Here it is. Real Results 2022 live coverage of the midterm elections next Tuesday. So far, confirmed guests. State Senator Wendy Rogers. State Representative Mark Fincham, who's actually a candidate for Secretary of State in in, uh, Arizona. The uh, former gubernatorial candidate in Georgia, Candace Taylor. We've got Ohio candidate for uh, U.S. Congress, J.R. Majewski, and many, many more that are signing on, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to have some live singing, some live performances, a national anthem to start off. We start at 7 p.m. next uh, uh, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Download the app today, LFA TV, or you can watch us on Rumble, Getter, Roku, or Fire Stick. As always, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. Real results, 20 
22. All right, folks, that is going to do it for Live from America today. God bless each and every one of you. I love you. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your donations. Thank you when you go to these companies like MyPillow that you use my promo code. Every little bit helps. And every little bit is going to push up to be push us up to being the mainstream in one year from today. I love you guys. God bless you. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your heads up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow morning again, 9 a.m. and through, uh, well, through two, and then again at five. Uh, For more LFA TV, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel, everybody. I love you. Peace out. Stop screaming that we first in America.